Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. Welcome back, everyone. It's so good to have you here today. I'm excited to share what's on my mind this week and a way that I hope many of you can relate to. So if you've been following along, first, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, reviewing, and just following my podcast or on social media. Truly blessed to have you along on this journey. But if you have been following, you may have noticed it's been a little bit since I released my last episode. And so that is what today's episode is about, because the last few weeks have been a little bit crazy. But before we jump into that, I just want to remind you, go on over to BeStillHealthAndWellness.com and grab your intention bracelet for the year. These bracelets are handmade by me and provided right to you. My word of the year is commitment. And I just hope that that word of the year really helps you stay focused and helps you stay aligned with your true purpose throughout 2021. So if you'd like one of those bracelets, head on over to BeStillHealthAndWellness.com and grab your bracelet today. So today we are going to talk about letting go, letting go of that whatever it is, releasing expectations that we put on ourselves and ultimately how we act small. So I don't want to say that this is only geared towards women because I know men can deal with some of the same difficulties that we do. So this is not gender based, but of course, I'm going to speak from my perspective and from my personal feelings and experience. So that'll come from the female side of things, but maybe this will still relate to many of you as well. So the last few weeks, as I mentioned, have been a little crazy. And so first of all, what's happened is I am making a big move from where I'm currently living two hours away to a new home, to a new city, to a new area. I'm selling my home here and purchasing a new one with my amazing partner, Drew. And we couldn't be more excited. We truly couldn't. This home fell right at the perfect timing, not what we were expecting, but that is always the way that God's plans seem to be is the most unexpected ways provide him, provide the opportunities to us. So we're so grateful, but along with that has happened just many, many, many emotions and many distractions that have stopped me from doing some of my daily things, not only daily reading, daily meditating, journaling, time with the Lord, but also producing the podcast. So I'm a one gal show here, which means uh, podcasts aren't produced or filmed or speakers found, the show doesn't go on. And that's okay. But that's what led me to talk about this topic today. Releasing expectations on ourselves. Because I came to realize I was holding this immense pressure, friends. Like I can't explain it to you, but I felt like my podcast shows had to be released on a certain day every week and that they had to have a certain thing and this and that. And the reality of it is, If it does, great. And if it doesn't, so be it. 
the show will be meant for exactly who it was meant to be. And putting that extra pressure on me was starting to honestly just make me want to give up on it altogether and just say, you know what, it's not worth it and just end it right there. So that was the start of realizing, you know what, you don't need to release an episode on Sunday or on Saturday or on Thursday or whatever day I had picked previously. Let it go. And I did. And it came to me this week. Maybe someone else needs to hear that. Maybe it's you. You need to hear to let go of that shit, excuse my language, but let go of it and move forward. Be true and authentic to yourself. And what I'll come into this a little bit is plain small. And the reason I say that is many times that is what we need to let go of. We need to let go that we are plain small in the workplace or in relationships. And if you're not sure what I mean by that, think about times when you have spoke with friends or partners and you respond in ways of like, it's no big deal, that's okay, or I don't deserve that, or someone interrupts or you interrupt, especially on Zoom nowadays, goodness gracious. Oh, no, no, you go first, you go first, right? Another thing that we say a lot of is just. I've really been trying to watch what I say and how I use that word just. I just want to let you know, just in case, just because, remove it, remove it. Simply say the word, because I feel this, or Would you like to do that? Or here's what I'm going to tell you without the word just. You play yourself small. Play big. Be big, friends. So let go of that expectation that you need to be small or maybe you're holding on to something. So then it led me to, with my crazy week, that was a little tangent there. Sorry about that. But just had felt like someone had to hear that on this podcast. So then I started thinking about my week. So not only was I kind of stressing about the whole releasing a podcast and getting it out there. But then I also realized that today I didn't shower. My pants are a pink color and it looks like I'm not even wearing yoga pants. I was commented on it at my workplace that doesn't even look like I'm wearing pants, which is super embarrassing. There you go. Vulnerable moment. And at the end of the day, I was like, whatever. It's life. The hair is in a ponytail. Yep haven't showered, did brush my teeth, you're welcome, did put deodorant on, you're welcome. But tonight, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to soak in a nice Epsom salt bath and just relax and let go of it all. Sometimes life doesn't have to be overly complicated. Just let go of it. So where I wanted to go today was to share just some um, journeys that I've had in a couple different categories and just simply reflecting on kind of the expectations that we put on ourselves. And what I mean by that too is, of course, you have expectations at your workplace um, or other places where you're maybe you're paid to do a certain thing. So that is expected of you, right? That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is the expectations we put on ourselves, the pressures that we put on ourselves, either as a businesswoman, businessman, father, mother, worker, whatever it is. We put these expectations on ourselves. And so I kind of broke it into a couple different categories in in my life, but I think this can all be very relatable to to yourself, is thinking of reflecting back to fitness teaching and health and wellness and what expectations you put on yourself in that category. And then thinking about finances and your career, your spirituality, your faith, 
And then lastly, I have this in two categories. It's kind of one though, but relationships and marriage and then family and kids. Now it's all kind of intertwined, but the reason I want to split it up is because you can still have relationships and marriage without um, children included in those relationships. So for me, starting back, as you heard on my journey many years ago into the fitness industry, I remember that expectation right out of the gate the moment someone asked me to teach my first class. I felt like I had to have it perfect. And even now teaching, some days I leave the studio and think, man, that was horrible. That stunk. Not my best class. I might get home or a week or two later and someone will be like, I just really love your classes. You're so thoughtful of your movements, the flows and your sequences, the music, if there is music, the words that I speak, it all just really resonates with them. And that's my affirmation. But they're not expecting me to make some grandiose like sequence and have some real profound things to say. They're just looking for my true authentic self. So that one I continue to feel a little bit of pressure on, but I come back to just knowing if I follow my heart, it'll be exactly what the people need. Then I look at my finances and career, and this can be a huge one. And this probably is more relevant in the last year as I jumped out of corporate world into entrepreneur land. And just that thought of what are people going to think of me? I should have done this. I Maybe I should have stayed in corporate America. All this pressure, you know, when I was in a different company and starting in the entry level, you know, the pressure was that I should work my way up. I should become a lead and then I should become a manager and then the next level and the next level and work your way up this little ladder. And at the end of the day, no one was expecting that of me at the company. Would they have maybe liked it and appreciated it if they valued me? Absolutely. But did it matter to them if I did? Probably not at the end of the day. They were going to find someone to fill that role if I wasn't willing or able, and they would have moved on with their business. So in your career and then also in your finances, and I think this leads into relationships a little bit, is are we comparing to someone or something else? Stop it, friends. Just stop it. Enough with the comparing to the Joneses. They have this, so I should have that. They have this much money and make that, and they've been in this job, and they have that house and whatever. Let it go. Enough is enough. I have been so blessed with the home that I am in, and I can't even tell you how I afford it, to be quite frank. I was sharing the other night that I went from my corporate job in 2020 taxes, or excuse me, 2019 taxes, and in my 2020 taxes, I probably made 25 to 30% of what I did the year before. And this home is still mine. I'm very proud to say that, but I'm also just, just in awe of how my faith and how my perseverance continues every day to be able to be sure that this home can be there. Now, I'm not saying this to brag or not saying this to to make anyone feel less of themselves. But what I'm saying is stop comparing to what someone else has because what's right in front of you, you're going to miss it. So smack yourself in the face, stop comparing what someone has and see what's right in front of you because I guarantee there's something better and bigger coming 
in the future for you if you can pay attention to that. So the last one here, or no, I have two more, last, second to last, I guess, is relationships, family, kids, marriage. This one, I really feel there's also a lot of culture pressure here. I have felt it at the, you know, ripe old age of 33. There's a lot of pressure when I was with my partner that ended up ending in the fall of 2018 that we would get married. We had dated for five years at that time. You know, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And even I've seen friends go through it when they get married. Then the next question is, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? First, if you are asking your friends that, be sensitive, right? First, kids aren't always in everyone's picture, and maybe marriage isn't in everyone's picture, but let them manage that relationship and go with where their hearts are going. Just because they've been together for five years doesn't mean they're going to get married. At the same time, friends, girlfriends, speaking to you, young ones in their 20s, if you're not married by the age of 30, guess what? You still have a heck of a lot of fun. So if you're not in a relationship or you're frustrated and stressed out and you can't find that person online dating, I've been in those shoes too. Take a deep breath with me. Take a deep breath. Trust that it will all be meant to in its right time because what I can probably tell you is you maybe aren't ready for that person to come into your life. You might think it, but we're not. So whatever pressures you're holding there, and if it's your family, you know, have a conversation. This is where we get a little vulnerable, and vulnerability isn't weakness. It's absolutely um, courageous. So if you're feeling like you need to have that conversation because you have a pressuring sibling or parent, feel free to. Allow them to know your heart and just respect that space with where you're at. So let that go, too. Lastly is spirituality. This one I struggle with most recently as I've gone through my baptism just a little over a year ago and watching other faith journeys, there's a ton of comparison and I struggle from a sense that people will ask questions or if I try to explain stuff, to be honest, I'm not really good at retention at times of reading or like reciting. When I read it, I understand I can comprehend, but I probably couldn't recite it back to you. And so I occasionally feel really, you know, just dumb, quite frankly, when it comes to spirituality and religion. And it's something that I believe so deeply about. Uh, But sometimes those words are a little bit more challenging for me to share with someone. And some days they roll right off my tongue. And so without judging that or without thinking that I should be somewhere or pray more or do more of this, I mean, I always should pray a little bit more. But my journey and my relationship with the Lord is always very, very different than anyone else's. And the same for you. So respect that spirituality aspect of it. And also if someone else is different than you, right? That's okay. Let them have that. There's no reason or expectation that we all need to be the same. So there we go. That's my little recap regarding finances and where I've been, family and careers, the constant, like, are you getting married sort of thing, your health and wellness journey, and then, of course, your spirituality journey. And so I just challenge you to take a little bit of time and maybe even journal and just reflect on those areas of your life and think about if you've been creating should stories, if you're in a should mentality. And I'll tell you, stop shouldn't on yourself. It's enough that you should do this, you should do that, you should be here, you should be there. 
Or if you're in that comparison game, your comparison with the Joneses, that they have this, so I need that, or vice versa. So as you're taking time to just journal and reflect on that, maybe you even think about um, like grading those. So taking a little bit of a grading scale, like one through five, and just how you feel today. Maybe five is really good and you're feeling like you're on top of your health and wellness game, but maybe your spirituality is lacking or maybe your finance is lacking. And you don't need to understand quite why, but that helps you align with maybe some more focus into that area or just looking for more counsel or resources in that area as well. So how do we move past this mentality of we should do this or we should do that or these expectations that we constantly put on ourselves? And so I wanted just to offer four little quick tips that I've kind of collected throughout my research and throughout reading and attending different webinars. So it's a little bit of smattering from several different places. But the first thing that you can do when you start noticing it is having that self-awareness to just stop. So as soon as you feel that you are comparing, that you're shooting, that you have this expectation that you're putting on yourself or others, think of that too, that you don't need, just stop. Don't believe the feelings or the thoughts that you have because what you're seeing is through a different lens. And so just as I was using the example of this podcast, the pressure that I was putting on that I had to release it, that I had to get something out there, I just stopped. I'm not going to believe that whatever needs to be out there should be. When it comes to my heart and what needs to flow from my heart will be the right time. And I'll tell you, I have a much more clear vision today when I'm recording than I would have if I tried to record a week ago to get this out on time. So that's okay. So take a moment to stop. And then as you stop, maybe you even pause with your breath. So that's the second thing is reconnecting with the body. The breath and deepening our bellies using our diaphragm can really just rewire our brain, slow down our breathing, and allow more oxygen to be able to think more clearly. So as you stop, take that pause, and maybe you just take a couple of deep belly breaths, pressing the belly out and just really filling up the lungs and then exhaling, letting it all go. And maybe you do that three or four times. Maybe you do it 10 to 15 times. Might depend on what you're working through, but take several big breaths before moving on. Because then after you've stopped and paused and taken a few breaths, then we can move on to acting with a new habit or a new action. So this is where we're going to rewire our brain to something good. So my example about thinking I need to release something and after I've paused, I might act on reading a book or maybe I'll act on taking a bath or maybe listening to a different podcast or maybe I'll just lay on the couch and watch some TV. Finding that habit that can bring us back to that green zone, that zone where we feel more open, we feel more spacious, we just feel a big gratitude and calmness within ourselves. So whatever that might look like for you, maybe even going for a walk outdoors. It's been beautiful here in Wisconsin. So the last thing I'd ask you to do is just what I did in the last question is to reflect. So once you've moved past that, take a moment and jot down some notes. Take a little bit of an inventory and journaling. It might even just be some bullet points. 
But as you've worked through whatever that expectation or belief was that you had, and you've paused and you've rewired and you've taken some new steps to move forward, maybe now take a little bit of a journal time to just think about how that made you feel, what you did, what didn't work, that kind of stuff. What I'll tell you is as we work through this, these times become discomfortable. And the reason that there's a lot of discomfort in that is because we're working our bodies to do something different. We want to stay in the comfort. We want to stay in this place where there's no change, where we know the outcome, where we know the space, we feel safe. And then this resistance and turbulence comes about as we begin to stop and breathe and rewire our brains and our bodies want to go back. So being able to reflect on that and just think about what you're avoiding or what the problem is or why it's such a big deal for you. And if it is something that you're avoiding, just go and do it. And once you've done it, you'll become a witness. You'll be able to see that you've broken through maybe those painful beliefs or those deep emotions, and then you'll find that breath again to be able to move past them. This has worked so well for me when I'm really having a stressful day. The breath is that one thing that I can come back to. But I've also tried to come back to this, what am I avoiding, and just doing it and moving past and being a witness and then reflecting on how that made me feel. It's helped me be a bit more vocal in a respectful way. It's helped me share my views about situations. One was with selling the house and just being sure that I knew exactly what I wanted and exactly what I needed to tell the realtor and I wasn't afraid to. But being able to witness that, even though it was a bit painful because it was a bit outside of what I'm comfortable with, I can come away with that feeling Like my mindset and that little bit of shift, those little muscles will be a little easier next time I come across that same situation. So friends, that is what's on my heart this week. Sharing that, you know what, let go of that shit. Again, excuse my language, but I just feel that someone out there really needs to hear that. Really needs to know that whatever you're holding on to, whatever expectation you have been putting on yourself. Take a little bit of time, walk through these, notice it, stop, take some breaths, rewire your brain, and then journal about it. Take down some notes. That little bit will help you become stronger, more resilient as it comes across the next time. As always, I would love to hear your comments. I would love to hear what's on your heart, what maybe you're going through in your world. Feel free to drop me a note over on bestillhealthandwellness.com. Maybe leave a comment, drop me an email, anything like that. Also check out my social channels at bestillbeth on Instagram and bestillhealthandwellness on Facebook. I hope you all have an amazing weekend or a week or whatever time it is when you're listening to this show. Just know that you are loved, that you are valued, and above all else, you're worthy and you matter. Until I see you next time, friends, be well.